This is an SBS radio podcast. Settlement Guide. Information, issues and stories about living in Australia. When a person is immunised, it benefits not only them, but everyone. Health authorities aim to reach herd immunity, or better known as community immunity, when enough people are immunised from a disease that an infection cannot spread. However, Australia's immunisation coverage is below herd immunity levels. Now, the Australian government is offering incentive payments to health providers to boost coverage rates. The World Health Organisation says diseases can be eliminated in countries where herd or community immunity is reached through a more than 95% immunisation rate. The Australian Childhood Immunisation Register shows 93% of children are fully vaccinated. Vaccination rates vary across states and territories, with the ACT being the highest immunised community in Australia. University of Sydney's Associate Professor of Public Health, Julie Leesk, outlines some reasons why levels vary. Now, the regions that have rates of lower than, say, 85%, um, there's a number of different reasons for that. One set of reasons might be that that community are more likely to reject vaccination. They're an alternative community who don't trust vaccinations as much. Or parents in some communities where there's poverty or social exclusion, where the families want to get their kids vaccinated, but they're just struggling to get to the doctor on time. For those that miss a vaccination or haven't been vaccinated at all, the NIP has a catch-up plan. Julie Leesk underlines the importance of keeping track of immunisation dates. It's really important to check what vaccines are due for your child when you come from another country because often your child or yourself may have been vaccinated on a different schedule in your home country and so when you come to Australia there may be different vaccines that are due or extra vaccines that are due and that what we call catch-up vaccination is really important to do so that the families are prevent uh, you know are protected from some of the diseases that are still around in Australia. Vaccines are free for children under 20 years of age until December 2017. For kids under 10 years, there is no time limit. There's a number of ways to um, get those vaccines. One is your local GP or your local immunisation clinic. Some areas have council clinics. Your uh, Indigenous health worker or travel medicine clinic. And they may come with um, some costs, so people need to maybe just ring up their clinic and see what costs there would be. But for some of those routine vaccines, they should be free. But adults should be vaccinated as well. Victoria's Department of Health has a current measles outbreak alert with nine cases of the disease in Melbourne's inner north since February this year. Julie Leesk says some diseases spread through overseas travel. You get somebody who's not vaccinated against measles through their childhood. They become a young adult and then they go overseas um, to a country where measles is really common and they bring it back to Australia and there's like this little 
sort of outbreak of measles that happens and the public health authorities have to let everybody know and make sure that people, if they have a rash or a high fever, that they let their local doctor emergency department know before they turn up at the emergency department and potentially spread measles. She advises to get vaccinated six to eight weeks before travelling. Parents are required to meet the Department of Social Services guidelines as to why they won't vaccinate their children. For those who choose not to vaccinate, there are financial and social penalties. In Australia, parents can choose whether to vaccinate their children fully or not. But if parents don't vaccinate their children fully there are certain financial penalties where the parents won't be able to access family assistance payments, so those Centrelink payments that include the family tax benefit Part A supplement, that's a yearly payment, and the childcare benefit and rebate. In Victoria, children must be vaccinated to enrol in childcare and kindergarten unless they have a medical reason. If vaccinations have happened in another country, they must be registered in Australia. Now, health providers will also be encouraged to ensure their patients are vaccinated. From July 1st, 2016, immunisation providers, including doctors, will receive incentive payments each time they immunise a child who is overdue for a vaccine. Director of National Immunisation Centre Research and Surveillance, Peter McIntyre, says for non-English speaking communities, social disadvantage and language barriers are the main roadblocks. Some of these areas um, in larger cities where we know there are you know, um, relatively high numbers of culturally, linguistically diverse um, people living um, do have higher rates, they also, in, uh, of non-immunisation, and, and they do have higher rates of social disadvantage. And so I think both those things could be, um, you know, contributing through lack of access probably rather than, you know, any desire not to be immunised could be contributing to lower rates of immunisation. Mr McIntyre suggests that health services play an important part in changing the attitude towards immunisation across multicultural communities. There have been some studies in um, people coming from areas of Southeast Asia with high rates of hepatitis B and who are now living in Australia and looking at their knowledge about hepatitis B and I guess inclusion in that would be knowledge about you know, the importance of vaccines and preventing it. And it's studies like that have certainly identified that there are gaps there and I think it's mostly about communication and contact with health services. He says engaging Islamic communities in a detailed conversation helped implement higher levels of human papillomavirus vaccinations. Even in um, you know, high schools exclusively servicing Islamic communities that you know, um, with the right kind of communication there's been a big increase in uh, uptake of that HPV vaccine and realisation that actually it is important. The government tracks each child's immunisation log which can be viewed through Medicare online or via the Express Plus Medicare mobile app. By the end of 2016, the database will include the entire population. In the meantime, Julie Leesk suggests people keep all relevant information and in some cases get an extra vaccine. It can be very challenging when we don't have past records of our vaccinations being given it's not, hard, it's not a problem to have an extra vaccine, um, an, an MMR vaccine, if we're not sure. It's not going to uh, cause us any serious problems. And, of course, you know, we know that 
vaccines come with side effects um, and some very, very rare serious side effects, but generally they're quite safe, so it's okay to have another vaccine if we're not sure. Julie Leesk says it's a good way to start if you're not familiar with the Australian health system. On those websites that belong to the state health departments, there's often translated information about what the what vaccines are due for adults and children. So um, that enables people whose first language is not English, um, who may not have um, a lot of English, to be able to know what's due for their, them or their children in Australia. You can find out more about the NIP from your local health department, GP or immunisation clinic or by visiting immunise.health.gov.au. Feature prepared by Olga Klepova. For SBS, I'm Margarita Vasileva. This was an SBS radio podcast. For more Settlement Guide stories, visit sbs.com.au slash radio.